I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you want to mm, beat up a Supreme Court member. Margus. Yeah? Timely, timely reference there. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think it's the I think it's the the hot button topic of discussion. I guess we could just lead with this. Might uh, as well. Yeah. You've decided to take away more freedoms from the American citizenry. That's how yeah. I see this. I mean, yeah, exactly. it's it's very on brand, honestly. I mean, why are we surprised? Yeah. I I've always hated the framing of it as as pro-choice and pro-life. No, no, it's it's pro-freedom and anti-freedom is who it is. That's it's what it is. Do you want folks to have choices or not? That's the that was the most brilliant thing that anti-abortion people ever did was calling their movement pro-life. They yep. got they got way ahead of the curve and just named there something that you when you hear it you're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm pro-life, of course. I love life. Life is great. And then you're like, oh, that's not good. And and the, and the other side just fed right into it with the pro-choice stuff. That's yes. not helpful. Ugh. Don't accept their framing and call them pro-life and yourself pro-choice. It's yeah. just, I mean, pro-choice, I guess, is fine, but call them anti-choice. Call them yeah. for, call them pro-forced birth. You know, don't give in to the pro-life. Jesus. Yeah. Call them motherfuckers. Like, something. <laughs> it's a total unforced error. Yeah. The the real shittiness of this is that <laughs> Democrats don't ever do anything. So, no. yeah. what the fuck? But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they called it or what they said because the, this was always going to happen. Because a lot of folks just think these things just seem to occur without any sort of, like, material uh, background. But it's very simple. For 50 years... The, the conservatives through the Federalist Society have focused on getting their people onto court bench seats at every level from the fucking lowest court there is to the highest court there is because they realized one simple fucking fact. The Supreme Court is the most undemocratic institution in this whole fucking country. Yeah. Not that the fucking presidency or Congress is any better, but they are unelected, unaccountable have no way to get rid of them, basically, and answer to no one. So if you can get your people there and use it as a, because let's face it, it is a political tool, you can do anything. The sky is the limit. Yeah. So what takes precedent in this case? Could, I mean, not that he would ever do it, but could the president make an executive order to be like, hey, abortion is legal, by the way? No. 
God, I mean, sucks. he he could, but they would just sue and go to the Supreme Court again. I mean, that would work play through as well. But as per usual, Joe Biden doesn't give a shit, and he's not going to do anything. He if is, anything, he's, sorry, if anything, he's going to use this as like, oh, man, if if I get a second term, I might yeah. be able to do something. And you guys all vote again. <laughs> Eat a dick, Joe. Use that magical vote. Oh, the first thing that happened was Nancy Pelosi was like, all right, folks, time to support us, fundraise, and vote. That's how we're going to yeah. fix this. Yeah, it's gotten so bad people are trying to take campaign advice from Hillary Clinton. Oh, which God. Is, <laughs> should just be in a book of, like, how to shoot yourself in the foot. Right. <laughs> what folks don't understand is that Obama, on day one, could have codified Roe versus Wade into law. They had a Democratic president and a super majority. And he said on day one he would sign a bill to codify it in a law. Laws are way fucking harder to repeal than overturning a decision for the Supreme Court, right? Yeah. And he didn't do it. He said he had higher priorities when he came into office. Wow. There was literally no drawback because the only people in this country who would have turned against him were always folks who weren't going to vote for him anyways. There was no downside to doing it, and he chose yeah. not to. Yeah, and it goes back to my point. Um, obviously, I'm the first person to ever think of um, which is that Supreme Court justices probably shouldn't have lifelong terms. Right. The institution should not exist. No I mean, other yeah. country has a similar thing. It's it's not a good idea. No one should have all that power and be unaccountable to anybody else. Yeah. Sure. In theory, if your senator fucked up and voted something you didn't want, you could technically vote against them. They could be out of office next time. If the president fucks up, you got four years, sure, get rid of them too. But the Supreme Court, you have no recourse to. Yeah, they have to, they literally have to die. <laughs> that is, they, I mean, they can they retire. Can, they can be recalled. They can be recalled, but it takes a majority vote in, in the Senate. You're not going to get that. Yeah, Two thirds majority, not just a simple majority either. My God. We haven't had a two-thirds majority. Well, okay, we had two-thirds majority Senate on all kinds of stuff as long as it relates to you know building more bombs or giving more money to Israel. Those things they can they can get behind, but not for anything yeah. else. It's just crazy. There's just a bunch of these old people like Clarence Thomas who are just sitting in a room and are like, you know what? I don't think people should have this anymore um, because it doesn't affect me directly, so I can do whatever I want. It's all just red meat to their base, the fucking yeah. Christian fundamentalist right. And I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not one of those folks who's like, oh, they're going to turn it into a theocracy or whatever. It's not about that. It's, it's very simple. It's just to keep you distracted from what is really happening, which is they are stripping the copper wire out of the walls and leaving you with no roof. That's the whole point of this entire exercise. Yeah. But it does go to prove. I, I do think that they are terrified of the. Um, birth rate projections over the next 30 years. And I think they saw the writing on the wall of if we don't have enough people to grind up in this capitalist machine, we're actually going to face some consequences. So let's try and force people to have kids if we can. And the funny part is this doesn't even account for climate change. Doesn't even have oh, anything no. thinking about the fact that the planet's getting hotter you're going to add more people to that situation. It's just, it's not a good recipe. No, it's not no, good. No, they don't think about that at all. God. Man, like, God, all, all these things can be fixed. Like, like uh, what is it? Um, 
fix rent prices. Freaking give pe if you gave people places to live and gave them an incentive to like start a family and shit. Yeah, you wouldn't have control. this problem. <laughs> like, right? Rent yeah. control. I mean, there are people. There are people out there I know who are who have really like what people would call good jobs and make what people would call good money. Who I've talked to who said, "Yeah, we we would want to have a kid, but we can't. Like, we we honestly couldn't afford it." And I'm like, "Yeah." And you think people like that can't afford it? How do you think? I mean, people who are vastly below them would do it. I mean, it is and it, but that's the system they want. They, they want people to have tons of kids and basically be impoverished their entire lives. Yeah. I mean, there's no money for social services or helping out with, child, with with child care or daycare yeah. or education. Imagine all the foster families there's going to be in the next five to ten years. And that's a fucked up broken system as well. The the foster, yep. the adoption stuff. I mean, Anybody out there, if you're interested in how fucked up the foster system is, watch season three, episode one of Atlanta. And then look up the real life story that that was kind of dramatizing. It's pretty fucking scary. Yeah. It's it, and it's just it's again, again. It all comes down to do people have the right to bodily autonomy? Uh, it doesn't even matter all this other shit. Should people have the right to do it? They want their own bodies. Uh, yes. It's 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 the one piece of property that will always belong to you. Eh, maybe not. The founding of this country turns out some folks didn't own their own bodies. Yep. In fact, quite a few didn't. And women still technically, once again, do not. Depending on what state you're in, you don't have a right to your own body. Because no one has a right to use your body unless you allow them to. Uh, that's a pretty basic right we should all have. But apparently we're going to say that a fucking fetus can just hang out if it wants to. Yeah. Which is so, which is so stupid. Like, there's, there's like these great posts <laughs> that I see on Facebook. It's like a fetus of some sort, and someone's like, "Hey, does this thing deserve to fucking live?" And of course, your random people are like, "Of course, it's gonna grow up to a person." And like, aha, I got you. That's a fucking dolphin fetus, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's just. Although technically they're not wrong because dolphins are technically people. So actually, you know, <laughs> with circular logic, they're about to be yeah. right. I mean, yeah. But also dolphins are rapists and don't have a right to, right to live either. Well, so so are people. A, so, oh. you know. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> there are I some. Would, I would say not all humans are rapists, whereas all dolphins are rapists. <laughs> it's kind so of the whole like difference. squares and rectangles thing, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, it's... um. But it's just, it's just fucking stupid that we're going to make this decision. We're going to take away choice from people. We're going to force them into situations they don't want to be in. And it's good. And now Clarence Thomas wants to talk about getting rid of the right to uh, gay marriage. Obviously, that's next on their list to get rid of. Yeah. And then they want to come for the right to private sexual relations and then also the right to contraception. And even some senators have suggested we should revisit the decision for interracial marriage. Should that be allowed? Except, except Clarence Thomas, of course. Um, I mean, yeah. I wonder, though. I really wonder would he vote against it if it came to the Supreme Court. I mean, how could he? he there's no way. I mean, I, I'm saying that, but I guess he could. I Whatever. I, I guess right. he could. But he's in an interracial marriage. <laughs> You'd think. Maybe. <laughs> and apparently he fucking hates Have it. some kind of bearing on his decision. Man, what if this is the long game for Clarence Thomas to get out of this What if he's just been trying marriage? to get out of this marriage for so long? <laughs> and he's like, what strings do I have to pull to get myself out of this thing? He's like, listen, 
Robert, you gotta also vote with me on this one. It cannot be five four. If it's five four, show no it was me. I could have decided against it. You gotta do six three with me, bro. <laughs> Supreme Court clip. Fuck this. <laughs> Fucking long game. <laughs> um, oh. But I, it's just... It, I mean, they're coming for all your rights. They're coming for all your fucking privileges. Because this is the thing is, yeah. any right that can be taken away was never a right to begin with. Yeah. That's very true. And they've, they've chipped away at abortion for years. They've made it harder to get to. They've literally... Outside of legal systems, they've killed doctors that perform abortions. They've attacked abortion clinics. They've intimidated people. They try to trick them. It's it's never been a thing they wanted to let happen. It was always considered to be a bad decision. God damn. And it's fucked up. I can't think of what, what the name of the case. I think it was Lawrence is the name of the case about private sexual relations because basically the story there is in Texas, which has a law against sodomy still on the books. Police yeah. officers responding to a sound, apparently reported gunshot, saw two men having sex in the, the privacy of this guy's house. And that was to get sex as law. So they busted in there and fucking arrested them. And the Supreme Court eventually did decide that, no, you cannot arrest people for crimes that they are doing in their own home with consenting adults. That's not a thing that should be allowed to happen. They don't have, you don't have due process in that case. And that's mm-hmm. what legalized any sort of gay relationship in America because a lot of states still have sodomy laws on the books. So weird. In fact, a lot of states still have laws against fucking interracial marriage on the books. But the, the, the Supreme Court ruling overruled them. So if it ever gets overturned, immediately they're all null and void. Yeah, it'll be trigger law. My that's God. So, how, how did we allow that these stupid laws based on like religion to get in like they've always been there that's been day one buddy i know but it's like (laughs) we have this separation of church and state exactly it's supposed to do something so basically religion has no bearing on our government in any way actually today in a 6-3 decision the supreme court did actually decide that teachers can teachers can lead prayer yep which is a glorious definition of uh, separation of church and state yeah. So at this point, all separation of church or state means is that churches don't have to pay taxes. That's pretty much all. Right. And but what it will eventually mean donate. is that the separation of church and state will be between, your, between the state and your non-Christian church. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And your churches synagogue. can still fucking lobby for whatever the fuck they want. So. Yeah. Because it's actually, I, I was reading a lot about um, in Judaism... It's like actually required by by Jewish law to get an abortion at a certain term, like if there's a certain complication with the pregnancy, even if it's not considered like completely medically necessary. And now that's going to be illegal. So they're like, oh, it doesn't. Apparently, religious freedom only matters if you're Christian. A synagogue in Florida actually sued the state, saying that abortion should remain legal in 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 Florida because it violates Jewish religious freedom to not have it. And they're what they got back from the court was that America's. Uh, Religious tradition is rooted in Christianity, not in Judaism. Wow. So, yeah. It's a big, big fuck you to everybody else. Like, the whole thing is, I keep telling folks, the, the empire is crumbling. These are these are actions taken by a country that had, knows its time is up and is just doing shit to do it at this point. It's just pure yeah. cruelty to try and keep people from seeing what's happening around them, which is the fact that the world is fucking falling apart. And that we're accelerating rather than decelerating. Which is why America should just... We should just understand how to 
um, to borrow a term from Chris Rock, how to play the tambourine. We should learn that sometimes we don't have to be the lead singer. We can just play the tambourine. And we just needed to learn that, but instead we're like, no, we need to try and cling to the microphone for as long as we possibly fucking can mm-hmm. before we ever take any steps backwards. <laughs> and, this is uh, America. This is we're always the main character. <laughs> exactly. We have America as a country has a big main character syndrome. I think we should learn to die gracefully if we can. Uh, well, now we're going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's I mean, what are you going to do? And it's not like do you I mean, do, do folks really think Joe Biden cares? He's a fucking Catholic. I mean, it's not like he gives a shit about abortion. He, he'd want to sure be gone <laughs> tomorrow if he could. Yeah. Hey, fucking Hillary Clinton nominated Tim Kaine as her fucking vice president. He's a fucking anti-abortion guy, too. Yeah, he's he is so many things Hillary Clinton <clears> that <throat> Hillary Clinton did wrong, clearly with her president, with her elect or her run. That nomination was one of the stupidest things I could possibly imagine. Because one, I don't no one even knows who he is. And then two, when you find out who he is, you're like, well, this I hate this guy. Why would I want him to be vice president? And I don't have names for this because I'm not trying to keep up with all the specifics anymore. But it, earlier this year in a primary race uh, for Democratic office in, in, uh, in uh, Texas, Nancy Pelosi and all the, all the Democrats supported a, an anti-abortion, uh, pro, pro-life, I guess you would say, Democrat over a progressive woman instead. Of course. And he won because of that. Because she was in the, uh, uh, she would be in what would be known as the Bernie wing of the party, I guess. Ah, uh. The old, See, that's, that's the another, bad people. That's another fatal flaw of the Democrats that we have. <laughs> like when they're when they're in power, they think, "Oh, to keep my power, I need to be more Republican." And I'm just like, "God damn it!" Like, yeah. no, <laughs> people agree. Basically, with- we found out that, like, the Democrats especially found out that at one point you need to go to the left to a point until that's the center. And then once that's the center, you got to go right again, because once you go fa- if you go far enough left, people will start to actually want to solve problems, and the pe- people want to solve problems are a big problem for Democrats. So they're just like, let's just go back right and make that the center now. I mean, the problem with that is that the last Democrat to go left was Lyndon Johnson. Yeah, I'm saying going- left on right. a micro micro scale. Right. To what what most people besides us would consider left, mm. I would say even Barack mm-hmm. Obama was more left, like was more left in big quotes to mm. most people than anybody than the, any other president we've had recently. That's I mean yeah, I mean Clinton the first one betrayed the unions and lost yeah. the, the union support and kept going rightwards from there, and then Obama comes in with his one progressive thing, which was Obamacare, which was kneecapped. From the very beginning, and it fucking sucks, and no one actually likes Obamacare. I'm sorry, it's not a good yeah, no program. One mm-hmm. It's a half measure at best, and then we're never going to see universal health care. That's, that's yeah. totally off the table. I now. feel like no at this point, Obama like, sees these signs, and he's like, can we just call it the Affordable Health Care Act? Like, Because that's what it was called. Like, Can my name not be associated with this anymore? Affordable is a... Re- Put some fat air quotes on Which that. Which is such, yeah. yeah, such a good thing to call the the Affordable Care Act. It's basically the health care we had before, but more complicated. That's basically what it is. Right. I would literally not be surprised to see in like ten years if we make it that far. The Republicans are like, yes, we want you for health care just for white people. 
Yeah. That's that's a possibility that they I think could happen. But they won't now. even say that. They'll have like a specific set of criteria that mm. only white people will fit, so they don't mm. have to say it. Must be descended from the Caucasus Mountain <laughs> region. <laughs> but only dating back to 10,000 years ago. No fucking slobs yes. in here. Get Can out, have, slobs. Not have seen more than 10 episodes of the 1990s sitcom Martin. If you've seen <laughs> any more than that, <laughs> I don't think you apply to this. So shitty. Fresh Prince is okay, though. Yeah, Fresh Prince, obviously. They'll, they'll make a pass Bullshit. If I can't get healthcare, you can't get the Fresh Prince. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Take it up with fucking President Chud Turbo Hitler. <laughs> 2032. <laughs> so so what do we think? Is, is this the final straw? Is, is this finally enough for people to go out and get rid of this predatory system that has been stomping our necks for years? Don't take more than this. I hate how resilient people are. I, really I mean, a couple do. a yeah. couple of years ago, did y'all ever hear what happened in Mexico with uh, with their abortion stuff? No. They put it up for debate whether or not abortion should be legal or not. Before that, it was kind of like a, a gray issue in Mexico, and no one really said anything about it. And then there was a, a strong push to get rid of abortion, to ban it. Women marched on Mexico City with the intent to burn down the Capitol. And they didn't just protest with fucking cute signs. They beat the shit out of the police and had the shit beat out of them in the return and won. They eventually defeated the police in the streets and abortion was, was immediately decriminalized. It's, nice. it's not going to be a thing in Mexico going forward. Wow. That's how you That's get what you want. <laughs> I, saw some, lesson. <laughs> I saw some tweet that was like, abortion and rovers with an overture. Not here to make a, a, sign, a protest sign that goes viral. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's what we do here. There you go. Burn down that judge's house. They might get the point. Yeah. I, the, oh, but don't worry. We're giving more money to, to their security. They got to have all the cops they could possibly fucking need around them. And they had they had snipers on top of the Supreme Court building the day this decision was handed down. They had a pair wow. of snipers up there. That's how little they think of us. Is they'll put snipers on a fucking rooftop to shoot anybody who even... I don't know, might just lose their shit over this, you know? Yeah. We're just animals to them. Yep. And it's fucked up. It is fucked up. And people just, we just sit here and we take it. We're just little fucking, we're little pain pigs. We love it, apparently. Yeah. I saw there were protests across the country and other countries are protested about it. I'm like, cool, your protests aren't going to matter because they don't fucking care. They don't care about your words. They're explicitly anti-majority. Yeah. Back when the fucking civil rights movement was happening and you had the more radical wing, the fucking uh, the, the Black Panthers and whatnot were, t- were coming out and saying shit. There was one guy, Stokely Carmichael, who said a very poignant thing, which is very important today. He said, in order for nonviolence to work, your opponent must have a conscience. The United States has none. Has none. Yeah. He's absolutely true. Power only answers power. They don't care about your fucking, your yelling and your disruption. They will care about violence. And really what should happen, in my opinion, is you don't have to be violent. It doesn't even matter. Just strike. Just everybody. Go. All the women. I shouldn't say this. But all women and men who give a shit about the world. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> should go on fucking strike tomorrow. Bring this fucking country to a halt. And then see what happens. They can't shoot all of us. I'm sorry. That's just the truth. I agree. I don't know what else to say. 
And, I, and people say, "Oh, you're calling for violence, Smith. You're such a you're 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 going to get in trouble with the government." Oh, calm no, down, crowd, you. crowd, calm down. Oh my god, right? <laughs> it's not it's not advocating for it to know history and to understand that violence comes from things like this. When you oppress people, they will rise up eventually. It's slow, I guess, but it will happen. Trust yeah. me. Um. So on a lighter note. I want to say one more thing before we move Go on. Ahead. Go one ahead. One last thing. It's this is this is about women's rights, but it's about rights in general. Your rights, your eight-hour workday, your lunch break, your fifteen-minute break, your fucking vacation time, your health care for your your job. Those came from strikes where people they locked off the fucking job. They set up a picket line, and when the cops came and, sh- and shot them, they came back and they kept doing it until they got what they wanted. Nothing gets done without people getting hurt and blood being shed. I'm sorry. There's not going to be a nice little moment where we all sit at a table and negotiate this. It's how it's always worked. Look up your fucking labor union history. It it was not some nice little kumbaya bullshit. People died to get you those things. So just think about, if you want rights, what you're going to have to do to get them. Yeah. Sorry, sir. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Just on a a lighter note. Um, I wanted to tell a little anecdote. Um, I, this past weekend, went to see a movie. And it was at an independent theater. Because it's a movie um, called Memoria. Which is made by a Thai director. Whose name, I'm going to say incredibly wrong. But it's... um, uh, Oh, my God. Just cut this part out. I gotta, I gotta look. Give him time, folks. (laughs) He's gonna really take a run at this. Yeah. Um, Okay. It is. His name is a pitch to pong. We're Santa Kerr. We're Santa Cool. We're Rastical. Whatever. He is a director from Thailand. He made this movie starring Tilda Swinton called um, Memoria. But the weird thing that his production or his distribution company let him do. <clears throat> is the movie is a quotes here never going to be on streaming never going to be in a regular theater never going to be on dvd or blu-ray it is only going to play in independent theaters around america and they, they tour the movie around they bring like apparently they bring the the reel or whatever they play it on the flat the the flash drive that it's on to different theaters around the country this past weekend the city i live in opened a brand new independent theater and the first movie they played was memoria so I went and saw the movie. It's a very interesting movie. I don't even know if I can say if it's good or bad. But it was a very, very interesting movie. I'm glad I saw it. What What was amazing about this trip, though, was on the way out, uh, me and my wife are exiting. And a man who is, he's sitting in what is essentially the front row, who is older than time. Um, kind of kind of like a, he's got a, he's like a heavy bottomed man big trucker cap have no idea what his thoughts in this movie would have been i cannot i can only begin to imagine what he thought of this incredibly contemplative very slow movie he gets up and he is like i feel bad for the guy he has an incredible hard time just walking around he's always grabbing at the wall like i feel like he's about to fall over at all times we get to the door where we exit he reaches out for it and then he just lets out two of the biggest farts i've ever heard public or private (laughs) they just and they smell like fucking death and 
we're we're just I mean we're right behind the guy and he's and he I mean he doesn't look back and apologize or anything he's just racing to a bathroom he's just he's just, he opened a door that like was like a service door because he was trying to find a bathroom as fast as he possibly could um and yeah so incredibly huge farts and man I wish I knew what this guy thought about this movie God I wish I knew I saw him check his phone the movie's incredibly long and incredibly slow I saw him check his phone five times throughout the movie. <laughs> Oh no! What well, what if for him the booming sound was the brown note? And he's holding it in this whole time. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> oh no! Uh, Do you think was, that? Sorry, go ahead, Marcus. I was gonna say, um, I, I feel like he had enough respect to not just shit himself in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And at first, I thought he was like really getting bored by the movie, but now I'm thinking maybe he was honestly just like, I'm about to shit, but I do want to finish watching Memoria. <laughs> Do you think that uh, a pitch-up tong rascal ever like thought that people in Georgia and the U.S. would watch his movie? You you hit the hell out of that name. I think you did it way better than me. Uh, did you like get a pronunciation video? No. <laughs> wow. I just can speak Thai. I never told you this, but I, I um, know Thai. I think so. I mean, I think that's why he cast Tilda Swinton. I think he was trying to go for a bigger audience this time. He's, to appeal he's to been, Georgian specifically. Well, yeah. Well, first of all, North Carolina here. Um, She's our state movie star. But you're, but you're from Georgia. Don't tell anybody that. Um, <laughs> like you're so much better up there, Mr. North that, Carolina. That was one of my favorite gags from that show, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, was when that there was that construction worker who was... He was gay, but he was trying to like he didn't know yet. He still thought he was straight. So he had he got the hottest chick in the world to, uh painted on the back of his truck and it was Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton, yeah. <laughs> he was like, This is obviously the hottest woman there is, right? <laughs> it's that's a good gag. Which is a really um, good one. I do want to see this movie now, but I'm sure it'll come nowhere near where I live. When I was in Georgia, the only independent theater I ever went to was in South Carolina. So if it comes to you, it will be a little ways off. America, Georgia, lowest gas prices in the country, no independent film theaters. Exactly. Mm. And yeah. But this one had, this one was like brand new in my area. The closest one to me was about two, two and a half hours away at first. And I almost went there back in April to see this movie. Well, but I yeah. really was hoping that you were going to tell us that he turned around and said something to you about the movie. So like he gave you some kind of insight. But and he no, said something just... profound. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, she was dead the whole time. And I was like, Fuck. <laughs> no how how do you know it all makes sense now would it would it defeat the purpose of this movie if i like did try to pirate it though i think so i think that one of the most important parts of the movie is the sound design Mm. so i think seeing it in a theater was was a really really good um venue for that because it does because like the movie focuses like one of the main focuses of the movie is like on the idea of sound mm-hmm. and so it does something kind of like i mean it's weird to compare these two movies but kind of like whenever you watch a quiet place one thing that, that i do like about a quiet place is they emphasize every small sound you hear every day but you don't think about yeah like, I, mean, I remember one thing i loved about i think it was a quiet place part two one of my favorite parts of it was when they're at a baseball game you hear the guy grip his bat I was like, that's like such a smart thing to do. And this movie has a lot of things like that, where you just hear like the smallest shit you don't ever think about and doesn't normally get picked up in a, a, a master in a movie, but it was really good. So, 
I saw that with you. I think the thing I think I remember most is when Jim from the office picks up like a piece of fruit and you hear his fingertips touch it. When yeah, he picks it up. they go. You're just like yeah. in real life. Yeah. They also, I love how you're calling him Jim from the office and not Reed Richards. Oh God. <laughs> spoilers, uh, spoilers for the movie. I don't give a fuck. If you haven't seen that movie at this point, you probably don't care about spoilers. Mm. Did I ever say that when I first that someone posted that uh, that clip from the movie and I thought it was fake? I was like, this looks fake as hell. He looks CGI'd into the movie. <laughs> it looks as if everyone else was there and he was like green screened in later. Right. Yeah. I mean, thank goodness the uh, Scarlet Witch CGI'd him out. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Turn this whole situation into pool noodles. Spaghetti generated images him out. <laughs> yep. But yeah, to me, he will always be Jim from The Office or that guy who loves the CIA. Those are basically my two modes uh, for him. Oh, you mean what's the, his name? The show's so bad we gave up on it. Jack Ryan. <laughs> oh, Jack Ryan. Also, isn't it weird that not only are they both made by Amazon, but there's two famous franchises named Jack Ryan and Jack Reacher. Yeah. That are just two white men with the initials JR oh, wow. who love law enforcement. <laughs> I think that I think that Jack Reacher could eat Jack Ryan for breakfast. The in the the current iterations of those two people, yes. The guy who plays Jack Reacher is bigger than my apartment. Uh, he is huge. Have you seen this um, guy, Marcus? You seen the guy who plays Jack Reacher? Yeah, I've I've seen him. He's he's quite. Yeah, you yeah, see something. He's something. It's a, a big boy, Marcus. Didn't you used to watch Blue Mountain State? Wasn't that Blue you? Mountain State. I probably caught like two episodes. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, he was on that show. He was the the main like comedy character on that show. So it's so weird to see him go from that when he was he was still big, but he was like you know college athlete big to like basically doing what The Rock did, where The Rock was like a big athletic guy, but now he's just a a an, an obelisk just <laughs> hanging around other people. For some reason, in my YouTube feed, a, a clip from the Rundown came out, and I watched oh, it. Oh man, he looks so different. So in that different. Movie. He could eat that version of the Rock now, <laughs> <laughs> and, and have Sean say- Williams got as an appetizer. <laughs> and I just want to say, by the way, that um, the the old Jack Reacher could also eat Jack Ryan for breakfast, but in a, a but as a as a as an actor, because you're talking about fucking Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah, yeah. Just joined the billion dollar club for the first time in his career, actually. He really? He had a billion dollar grocer before, but Top Gun Maverick has just taken the fucking country by storm. <laughs> Everyone fucking wants to see this movie except for me. <laughs> me, well, I, you have to see it. I'm there with you, man. I never saw the original Top Gun, so I don't know. I but, saw yeah. Top Gun 20 years ago. I don't know. And my opinion on these movies is the same as it always has been. We should not make movies about fighter pilots. They're the second most useless people in society other than Bitcoin miners. We yeah. don't fucking need to talk about movies about them. Because once again, I might have said this on a previous episode, but in the trailer for both movies of Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick, I still have no idea who the enemy is. All I know <laughs> is that there's a bunch, of, a bunch of people who are sweaty as hell in fighter pilots. In, There's in, a lady now, though, Seth, and she's not just his 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 piece. She's also yeah. a, a fighter pilot. So she's a lady, and she's in the movie. That's right, and she's going to fly a fucking yeah. plane, apparently. Hey, for all I know, it's great, but I'm just not very interested in it, so maybe one day. I, 
All I've heard our mom's review of the movie. Uh, sorry, not you, Marcus. I guess you kind of are our third brother, though, in a way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our, I, the mother of the podcast's opinion was it was too long. <laughs> oh my god, she says that about ninety-minute movies. She's like, I don't know, a little bit shorter. And you know what? She's right. You know what? She, that's why she loves Sam Raimi movies because they're all yep. like eighty-two minutes long. Mm, perfect. Sam Raimi wants you in that door and out that door in time for basically lunch. Get out of here, yeah. buddy. You saw the movie. Lunch plus fifteen-minute break. You're you're done. I respect that. I respect that decision a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Top Gun oh. Fever thing is weird to me, though. It's yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know where it came from. I remember when the trailer first came out, people were like, okay. And now, apparently, I guess the COVID delays and all that, people were just like, you know what? I just want to see Tom Cruise. I, yeah. That's the most comforting <laughs> thing I can think of right now is Tom Cruise. I've, seen, I've only seen one thing in the past couple of years, and it was the, that weird promo for Tenet that he did. <laughs> where he was where like, he showed love it. I'm back. Glad to be back at the movies. Yep. It cuts to him walking into the theater, sitting down to watch Tenet. Cuts to after the movie, and they're, he's just like, "Good times." Yeah. <laughs> just walked like, away. They're like, oh, "What'd you think about it?" He's like, "Loved it." This loved incredibly it. complicated, incredibly shitty movie. He's just like, "Loved it." And then the he turns and literally the, runs. Is, is Tenet the movie with the weird like backwards time thing? Yes. Yeah. That makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Yeah. But that's the point, though. It's not supposed to make sense. Which is... like I want to say this, because people will get on you about this. It is valid for a movie to make absolutely no sense and still be great. Because vibes matter. Vibes are very important when judging a movie. Tenet fails on both fronts for me. (laughs) Like, I've met so many people who are like, but you can just... If you just, like, let the movie wash over you, you will actually love it. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I did not get that from that movie at all. I didn't get vibes from it. If you like it, that's good for you. But I just think the movie's a big stinker. And Chris Rowland's got to try again. I'm being washed over by sewage runoff. Exactly. <laughs> and also, I, I came up with a theory the other day. I think that Tenet was made because Christopher Nolan wants to work with Denzel Washington. (laughs) And he was like, if I cast his terrible acting son in a big movie, maybe Denzel Washington will give me a chance to direct him. It's gotta be easier than that. It's gotta be (laughs) easier than that. I think, I mean, I mean, yeah, I cannot see another reason to cast John David Washington in anything, to be fair. (laughs) I'm hey, I try not to criticize people like this, but John David Washington is a horrible actor. Don't mm. debase yourselves by hiring John David Washington. <laughs> we should do like a PSA. It's like, I know what yeah. you want to do. You're trying to get your movie funded. You want to get a good name, a recognizable name on the lead. Don't cast John David Washington. Don't cast John David Washington. Just don't. We had to learn yes. the same. We had to learn this lesson before in the past with other actors. Yes. You got to keep, you just don't. Cast Maya Hawk. You might get to work with Uma Thurman or Ethan Hawk. It's that's a much true. better deal for you. Mm-hmm. You could do that. You could, that's a twofer yeah. right there. It's a twofer. Cast one. Uh, uh, Wyatt Russell. One because he's my favorite actor in the entire world, and two because you might get to work with Kurt Russell or Goldie Hawn. Cast uh, Cast Jaden Smith. You can get Will Smith possibly. Yeah. Or don't mm. actually do that. Yeah, or not. <laughs> don't don't make him angry. <laughs> don't make him angry. <laughs> I guess it did work out for M. Night Shyamalan, but, but at what cost? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I never saw that movie, but wasn't the entire movie just Will Smith in the control room telling his son what to do? 
I gotta be honest. One time I was in college, I went over to a friend's house. It was a new friend. And I was just hanging out, and I was like, okay, you know, just chilling. And they put on After Earth, and they were like, this movie rules. <laughs> <laughs> the first, at first, I honestly thought they were kidding. I was like, okay, we're gonna like watch it and make fun of it. No. Mm-hmm. They were enthralled by After Earth and really, really loved it. And I had to hold my laughter and all my criticisms in for an hour and 40 minutes or however long that fucking movie oh, is. Oh, God. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was really bad. It was really I bad. Just, did no one ever in the entire process making the film sit them down and just write on a whiteboard? After Earth? After Birth. After Birth, I know. <laughs> no, you know what they did, what right? Is- they wrote After Earth? And then put an S with a dollar sign. After <laughs> Earth, baby! <laughs> oh my god. It only worked, it only worked for... I'm sure that other people tried it. It only worked for James Cameron that one time. Yeah. And Ko- Kojima, apparently. <laughs> I don't think that was real. That was a joke. But if he had done Silent Hills, that way would have been hilarious. Um, yeah, After Earth, not good. Uh, and Tenet, by the way, vibes on Tenet, the, vi- the vibes at the end of Tenet are... This is a bad Call of Duty map. Yeah. Everything is gray and brown and washed out and it's ugly. I don't want to look at this anymore. Yeah. And then the Aaron Taylor Johnson just walks into the movie. You can't understand a word he says and then he leaves. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. Cool. I thought that was... Wasn't it Aaron Taylor Johnson? No, I thought it was... That was the. Oh, fuck, Seth. Cedric Diggory, right? God damn, I should no, know his name. Yeah, Robert Pattinson's one of the main characters. I'm talking about right. Aaron Taylor Johnson at the very end of the movie is there for like two minutes and you can't understand anything he says. And then he I forgot he was in the film. So he was like one of the, the army leaders or whatever. I only know that there are three folks in the film. There's Robert Pattinson, there's John David Washington, and there's uh, Elizabeth Debicki. Get me, Debicki, by the way. Still open offer, you gorgeous gazelle of a woman. Wow. Well, if that's not a resounding endorsement. Apparently Aaron Taylor Johnson's going to play Craven the Hunter. In fucking what? In Craven the Hunter, twenty twenty three, baby. Why is Craven just getting his own movie? Because they yep. can't use Spider Man. Well, yes. can but oh no, they have an, they're making Madam Web, Craven the Hunter. Um, they're making one that that uh, Hispanic um, um, music star Bad Bunny is going to star in one of them as a character who has literally been in apparently two issues of Spider Man. That's right, yeah. and they're making a whole movie about him. Um, oh my god, they announced like three other Spider-Man specific movies that Sony is trying uh-huh. to just gig off the ground. Let's see here. Probably going to do Spider. We got Man Spider, we got uh we got Hobgoblin, and we've mm-hmm. got Demo Goblin. We're really scraping bottom barrel here, folks. <laughs> yeah. Demo Goblin. I ain't heard of that one. And uh yeah. Also, if they make a new Morbius, it should be called Morbius. Mm. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> Morbius. I agree with that. Um, actually seth i did i did i I, I, me and seth had this weird obsession uh with a comic book called sleepwalker yes um which is about a a a strange creature called sleepwalker who can who can project himself into the real world using the sleeping mind of a man named rick sheridan yes that's his actual name and sleepwalker has a bizarre appearance a weird alien looking thing with a green skin and like weird cross-hatched fucking red eyes and in this account that I bought, I just found it at the comic book store, just sitting there, right, as if it was waiting for me to find it. Opened it up. The villain of this co- this issue is called Eight Ball, 
and he dresses like an eight ball, and he has a jet-powered pool cue. And you know what? That's cool as hell. (laughs) (laughs) He he defeats Sleepwalker. Yeah, like, honestly, that's cool. Like, is his head an eight ball, or is he look like a like a pool he's mascot? Wearing like a like a he's like a muscular guy wearing a black and white you know costume, but he's got a pool ball a pool a eight ball for a head and a rocket powered pool cue. Does That's he right. fly on it? Yeah, he flies. Marvel, at least Marvel Cinematic Universe, would never have All the guts right. to make a a villain as fucking rad as that. <laughs> yeah. And the secondary villain of the, sh- of, of the of the comic is called the Chain Gang, and it's like five dudes chained to one another who got superpowers all at the same time through an accident and can't get unchained from one another. They're chained to each other. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. It's a ch- they were literally working as a chain gang on a road. A bomb went off or something. They got superpowers and they can't unchain themselves from each other. Apparently, that's so cool. And they go to the mindscape, and some horrible thing called cobweb is like, "Ha ha ha! I'm going to take control of you now!" And they're like, "No, please!" And they ensla- he enslaves them for thousands of years, and then they're just like, "What do we? What? Fine, cobweb. What do you want us to do?" And he's like, "We want you to go to the the, the real world and kill Sleepwalker." And they're like, "But we hate Sleepwalker." <laughs> We would have done it for free! Why did you enslave us for thousands of years? <laughs> Man, Cotwoods used to be a bunch of people fucking doing drugs and writing down whatever they wanted and then drawing it. <laughs> it's a fucking great time. So, That's yeah, amazing. MCU, Sleepwalker versus 8-Ball. Make that fucking movie. Yeah. Wow. The, or Not that I have any faith in the movie at all. But the real test is going to be what the how badly will they mess up Blade? That's what I got to know. Because I'm going to be honest, if they make if they make a Blade movie that makes Blade three look like Blade one, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> I mean, you know they will. It'll be P13 Blade. It's going to be no blood, no cur- a little bit of blood. Sorry, no mm-hmm. cursing. He can't do any of the cool shit. It, it just it, it won't have Euro trash music and weird white people. It's yeah. just gonna be it's just gonna be Which nothing. Is, is what's gonna insane be insane because they've made this rule where apparently Deadpool can keep being raunchy. So why can't Blade have his right. have his thing? You know why do why does only Ryan Reynolds get to do anything in this world? <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah, he's such a handsome man. He gets everything he wants. I know he's so. Handsome. We just do whatever we want for him. Here, <laughs> that's, have that's it. That's Ryan Reynolds' superpower. <laughs> exactly. He could be in fucking Free Guy and the Adam fucking mission or something, and fucking yeah, he can do clearly X Men, Deadpool. Which, well, yeah. Can't do anything to him. He's yep. untouchable. Apparently, he is literally unstoppable and had one of the craziest career turnarounds I think I've ever seen in, in my life. What was the turnaround? I mean, he used to be like you know handsome guy in college comedies like uh mm, waiting what was that waiting and then what was the the one where he was actually uh, at college oh uh, was it national lampoon presents uh yeah his, something his, his wilder like right van wilder van wilder van yeah and then he was like rom-com kind of guy well. and now he's self-aware action comedy star yeah I guess such an right. interesting turnaround from from his early stuff um but yeah. So Sleepwalker movie better be dope. 
whenever they, whenever they they got to get there sometime. So at some yeah. point, someone's got to be like, we got to give Sleepwalker a chance. They're going to run out of ideas. Who the fuck is Sleepwalker? <laughs> Actually, make Sleepwalker an animated show. There you go. That's, oh, that's yeah. what you need. It does have a weird, like, kind of Doctor Strange. More stuff needs to be animated shows, I think. I think Invincible I proved that. Invincible was like, you can be fucking top tier television and be animated. Because for some reason, people think you can't do that. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, animation is the way to go on some things. Because, yeah, Sleepwalker, I don't think would work in in real life. His his look is very weird. Honestly, I think Moon Knight would maybe would have been better to me if it was animated. I don't know. I didn't oh, even finish good. that show because it was so good. Or so bad. I didn't finish it because it was so good. I was like, <laughs> whoa! Too much hey, good stuff's happening. It's going to end one day. That's how I feel about Nietzsche, Joe. I haven't finished that show. I'll have one episode left because I'm like, I don't want it to end. In Come my on. heart, it's never ended. Do it. Then you can watch it from the beginning. Again. Uh, yeah, right my heart. Yeah, you know, I'm know. the same way with Nietzsche, Joe. I, can't, I don't even think I can start it because I just know it's so good. <laughs> I don't want to be heartbroken by the end. Damn you, Seth. Yeah, sorry. That's how I feel about most anime, actually. I know I would love them all, so mm, just can't yeah. finish them. This is why you haven't finished Evangelion yet. I did finish Evangelion. No, you have fucking not. Congratulations. 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 <laughs> you, you have, in the terms of, like, near Automata, you've, you've finished ending A. <laughs> oh, God. Wow, that would be a burn if I was a nerd, I guess. <laughs> um... Yes, I have finished the canonical television show, mm-hmm. and I will watch the movies at some point. But other you gotta things, watch end of Evangelion. You gotta I, watch that's one of the movies. I got Evangelion, <laughs> and then the rebuilds, mm-hmm. and then whatever other shit comes up by the time I watch all those things. There's nothing else coming out. It's done. You say that. Wait till they live action that shit. Oh, God. <laughs> like the Gundam live action is coming out before long or whatever? Yeah. <sighs> By the way, I just want to say, speaking of, of live-action television, I guess. Hell yeah. I've been watching The Boys Season 3. I just started that. I, I, gotta, I gotta say, this show is the perfect example to point to when people tell you that politics is downstream from culture. If that was true, they would never let this show ever get made. Because it is one of the most, I mean, effective and incis- incisive commentaries of our current society it is actually good it, no, it's on point with what it's talking about and it says things i think i don't know you get away with so coming from amazon of all places but then you're like oh right it doesn't matter they don't give a fuck they can say what they want because it's a fucking tv show it will never affect anything at all yeah Seth, have you finished the first twenty point. minutes of season three, episode one? I finished the whole first episode. I decided so to you watch have, past that. So you have that. seen the most insane fucking thing I've ever seen in a television oh. show. Yes, and it, that it was so insane that I was like, I'm not even sure if this is the insane thing he's talking. What if something even more insane happens later? But then I realized which, it was what you were talking about. And yes, yes, unbelievable. Oh, Without spoiling anything for Marcus, because he truly is going to lose his shit when he sees this. You see something that you never get to see in real life and you never get to see it on tv so oh no um, it references an act that i never thought a tv show would ever refer to ever i was actually surprised when it started because i thought it was going to be the other side if you know yeah. what i'm saying mm-hmm. okay you get me too my friend i thought oh okay i see where this is going i did not 
<laughs> oh God! All right. And the so, most yeah. recent episode, by the way, somehow heard, tops that. I've heard the content warning on it was not appropriate for any viewers. It was not. It was wow. not. It was like no one should watch this. That's amazing. But we made it anyways. A uh, good show, though. Everyone should watch yeah, it. I think I like it. Um, it's good shows. I'll just point one out real quick. I know it's it's on a ridiculous streaming service, Apple TV Plus, but Severance is top tier television. Probably right behind something like Better Call Saul, as far as most impressive things I've seen this year. Um, so if you have any way to watch it, uh, whatever means those might be, I would watch it. I will say this, if anybody out there does happen to have a PlayStation 5, you do get six months free of Apple TV+. Plus. All you have to do is make an account. So um, that is a good way to watch the show if you can. You can also watch Ted Lasso because that show is also very good. To, I mean, so. if we're talking about streaming services no one gives a shit about. Yes. I recently had to cancel <laughs> Paramount Plus because I am extremely poor and have no money. But while I was there, I did manage to watch the first three episodes of Star Trek Strange New Worlds, and that show fucking rips at its good does. fucking Star Trek. It's so good. I thought I was watching a fucking movie. <laughs> and it's, it's funny because I recently got Paramount Plus so that I could watch Players, which is a mockumentary about League of Legends championship series um, <laughs> that is licensed by Riot, and it's made by the guys who made American Vandal which if viewers are newer to the show is in my opinion, the best thing Netflix has ever made. And one of my favorite mockumentaries ever I've watched both seasons, probably eight times and they are actually killing it with players. It is so funny with I think even if you don't know about league of legends, I still think you can find a lot of fun in the show, but if you know about league of legends, they do not shy away from saying very, very like deep League of Legends uh, terminology at all times in the show, and it's really, really fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm also sad because I canceled my cruise to Shudder, because I'm also, again, extremely poor, right as Mad God came out, which is a movie I've wanted to watch since I fucking saw the first oh, trailer. I forgot that was out. I, want, I haven't been wanting to watch that. The trailer looked Mark, really, really cool. Marcus, you would dig Mad God. It's a fucking stop motion film made by one of the legends of the fucking medium, and apparently it's fucking great. Everyone loves it. So I gotta yeah. resubscribe to Shudder for a month or whatever. Nice, I don't know. Nice. Another Tim Bird movie. I can't wait. What did you wait just say, you wait motherfucker? <laughs> Rewind. Pause. <laughs> Is that a reference to fucking The Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> Oh, yeah, you said a legend in the medium. I was like, come on. Oh, stop it's, motion I, mean, I won't front. That's a fucking good movie. It's the Now for Christmas is a great film. I won't I won't uh, I won't hurt I won't attack you there on that. Mm-hmm. Alright, thank you. This is Phil Tippett's, a name you won't hear in any kind of hipsters diatribe <laughs> about movies or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the one problem with Marcus, he's always hanging out with the hipsters to go on diatribes about movies. I don't know who want, who likes Tim Burton anymore. I, I mean, I guess Johnny Depp and his wife don't like him, probably. <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't they like him? Yeah. 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 I had a weird obsession with seeing Johnny Depp with his wife. That was strange. <laughs> I, think, I think there's something a little too weird going on there. I'll just say it out loud. Man, it's a cuckold fetish. 
<laughs> of course. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't want Big Tim Burton coming after me. They're always <laughs> they're Tim always Burton. looking Tim for Tim people to come after. Have you ever seen a picture of Tim Burton? Yeah. You ever seen what he looks like? He looks exactly what you expect he looks he like. Looks, yeah. Mm-hmm. G- give it give it to the man. No surprises. Yeah. You watch his movies. You're like, okay, I got. It. I know I know exactly what he looks like. What if what if what if Tim Burton had been like a a six foot seven black man? What if that what that money look like? That would be the most surprising fact in the history of time. I think. <laughs> to be honest, I think that would break my brain. Uh, uh, I would look at that the picture for the rest somewhere. of my life. <laughs> It's like it's like ima- okay, this is a bad example, but sure. Imagine if the only thing you'd ever watched by Ari Aster was a strange thing about the Johnsons. Uh-huh. You would think a black director made this. It's a, it's a black would. horror movie or short film. It is not. That is not who that guy is at all. No. So sometimes it, it can look different. Yeah, you've you've got a point. <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you watch Training Day. You would not expect the director of that movie to look like fucking Tim Burton. I don't think, anyway. Just now looked at Ari Aster for the first time. I've never seen him before. What do you? What's your? What's your impression? He looks like a regular man. Not, <laughs> not what I was expecting, considering his material. His ouvoir. Yeah, he looks like he looks like an NPR podcaster. <laughs> What a what a horrifying slam on Ari Aster out of nowhere. What he, what he gives me here. So, <sighs> oh man. Okay, I guess since we're we're plugging stuff, I'll start off this week because yeah. I've only been doing two things. Nice. We're playing Magic the Gathering. Love it. Yes. Hate One of the, the reasons coast. why you're a little broke. I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was mostly having to drop thirty nine hundred dollars on my car, but yeah. Yeah. That one. Other than that, that one. That one that does hurt. hurt. Uh, that was my choice, though, I guess. Uh, but yeah. Magic the Gathering, hate Wizards of the Coast, bad company, uh, good game. So, unfortunate there. Buy proxies or make your own. Doesn't matter. Second thing I've been doing is playing 20 Minutes Till Dawn, which is hey. a fantastic game. Holy game fucking shit. rules. I'm so bad at it, but I love it anyways. <laughs> it's very good. I can only so get fun. like 15 minutes in and I die every time, but I'm, I'm working on it. It's so good. So yeah, if y'all are, if anyone out there is listening to this and you're interested in this, in this, in vampire survivors, will we'll a bit more to think about because you've got to actually like actively attack with your at least your one weapon. It's an interesting take on the genre for sure. Nice. Um, I like I mentioned earlier, I was watching Severance, um, an incredible show, mostly directed by Ben Stiller, and my God, did he direct the fuck out of that show? Um. If you look at Ben Stiller's directing career, you'll be kind of surprised. He only pumps out bangers, honestly. Um, but that meet that the show, fuckers, meet, yeah, meet the, meet the, he didn't direct is. those, but I think he did. Um, the um, it's a great show. Everyone should watch it. It uh, has a pretty uh, leftist message at the center of it, which I liked a lot. Um, and I've been watching uh, this thing called Dimension Twenty on uh, Dropout, which is uh, college humor streaming service and it's like you know it's like critical role if you've ever heard of that it's like people playing Dungeons and Dragons and it's really good um I was able to get into it a little more than I was critical role critical role is a little bit long-winded for me and almost a little too professional I kind of like the Dimension 20 is kind of like a bunch of degenerates playing D&D it's like really fun that way so that was fun 
Um, that's what I, that's mostly what I've been. Oh, I've been still reading that book, Sleeping Giants, by Sylvain Nouvel, which I like a lot. Marcus, I have been playing Vampire Survivors. Hell yeah! I also have twenty minutes till dawn. So Hell yeah! I'm playing that too. But in addition, while browsing the internet, I found a fucking Hololive version of Vampire Survivor. Of course. <laughs> I sent it to Smith, and I, I watched, was like... I watched movie play it last night. Yeah, I was like, holy crap. It's it's really fun. <laughs> if you like VTubers and whatnot, it's a free download. Check it out. The low uh, price also, of free, yeah. Yeah. i also been... Um, trying to catch up on stranger things i am i st- i'm just started the second season so oh nice yeah the new season comes out friday so you'll have some time yeah, or the rest the of the new season time. comes out right that's what i've been doing yeah. is that soon really yeah it's only two wow. more episodes right but they're a fucking two, two movies basically isn't the other one an hour and a half long basically yeah they're both, both pretty long you're watching two films, basically, of Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How is this not the final season? How is there more? Yeah, how is there one more going on? You know? The final, that'll be four hours long. I have an intermission. It was like, get up, leave the room. <laughs> Walk around a little. See your family. Eat some food, <laughs> drink some water. Take care of yourself. But yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it, but yeah. I'm I'm into this new genre of video games we got here, the Vampire Survivors. The Vampire Dawn, so. Survivors likes, yes. They're kind of like a bullet hell roguelike in a way. It's it's interesting. Yep. Got a timer and everything going on. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely a little different. All right, folks, is that an episode of the podcast? That's a, that's an EP. I think that's it. All right. Well, I am Smith. You can find me on Twitter at mcsurf. I'm Seth, thinking about the things that I write about everything at instinct-shatter.io. Uh, Marcus, you can find me on Instagram. And I occasionally do art for the podcast. What's your Instagram handle, Marcus? It's uh, bibbidi bobbidi boop. It's uh, <laughs> Mr. Beaches on Instagram. There we go. There you go. Uh, oh, I think song was done by Ben Powell. He's been on the show before, and he's been streaming a lot on Twitch lately at the Ben Powell, mostly playing Hollow Knight and... Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which is, I have not been able to catch one of them yet, but I'm sure that game is giving him a lot of trouble. So if you want to uh, help him rage, uh, go join him. Is he on right now? He is on uh, this he is, minute. He is on if you <laughs> listen right. to the live feed. No, I'll do it right <laughs> on this podcast. Um, we, uh, 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 you can lead a horse to water, but you can't even get under it. Fuck the Supreme Court. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, this this terrible government that we live in is the cause of all our problems. Uh, we have stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from our oldest in New York, that's the Lenny's podcast, baby. We're out. Out. It's Morbin time. <laughs> <laughs>